Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be, let it be.
Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the Senior Minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I want to give a shout out to our music team for that awesome congregational song leading us in Let It Be. That's one of my favorite Beatles songs. Oh, man, I had a big smile as I was singing with you all. So thank you to Nicholas, who's on the piano. He's our music director. Laurel, who's next to him, to his uh, uh, left um, and our left as we're looking. And then Bernard and Michael, who are also the other singers. Carl, who is on the guitar, doing the solo on the guitar, and Lauren, who is on the drums. And Lauren, thank you so much for putting the lyrics up so that we could sing along with you all. It was an amazing, amazing opening as usual. So thank you all again. I want to share our announcements for today, and then we can continue with our service. So today at 11 a.m., we have our Sunday fellowship gathering. And I invite you all to join us, even those of you who are visiting. You are also invited to join us tomorrow. All of you are also invited to join us tomorrow at 1 p.m. for our Monday Zoom house party. Join us to check in with us, to um, connect with us, be inspired, and also to laugh. You never know what we're going to talk about at our Zoom house parties, our Monday Zoom house parties, but we always have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. And then tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. is our next Critical Conversations meeting. I invite you all to feel free to share the link with other people who may be interested in participating. I'm looking forward to our conversation tomorrow. Our Wednesday Bible study is from one, uh, sorry, say one o'clock um, on Wednesday afternoon, and it is a perfect time to move into a deeper spiritual meaning of scripture. So if you are interested, bring your Bibles and join us. Our Wednesday meditation is on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And I love our meditations because they are very sacred. They are very peaceful, relaxing, and most of all, they invigorate and recharge the spirit and the soul. So if you're available on Wednesday evenings, feel free to join us. At 7 p.m. On Good Friday, we are having a special service at 7 p.m. And that will prepare us for Easter Sunday. I'm looking forward to that service. The next women's group meeting is on Sunday, April 11th. Normally, it's on the first Sunday of the month. But the first Sunday of April is Easter. So we're going to push that women's group meeting to the second Sunday, which is April 11th at 2 p.m. Our speaker will be Elmarie Newson who will do a presentation on balancing and energizing your chakras using healing touch. This is amazing because when you balance and energize your chakras, it's a perfect way to release stress, which is uh, definitely beneficial during these um, stressful times of the pandemic. Elmarie has been practicing healing touch for 25 years and I am sure this is going to be an amazing presentation and on April 24th at 2 p.m. Carl Schluter will be leading a book discussion on his new book entitled Tussol with the unseen stuff of life this book can be purchased on uh, smile.amazon.com 
and you have plenty of time to purchase it before the book discussion so you can be you can participate so for the links for all of our activities our classes our group meetings and our events and to sign up for our email blast if you have not been receiving our email blast sign up for us go online to our website and sign up for the email blast as you're looking at the activities and the link and receiving the links go to unityfh.com if you don't see what you're looking for on the home page feel free to go to the calendar of events matthew who's our business manager puts everything there as well to schedule an appointment to speak with me uh, or to request prayer you may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or you may call me at 248-737-9191. My business hours, or office hours rather, are Tuesdays from, 11, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I am also available after hours. So when you call, if I don't answer, please leave a message and I will return your call. You may also... Email your prayer request to our prayer ministry. That email is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. Again, that is prayerchaplains at unityfh.com. After the prayer chaplains and I pray over your request, we're going to send them, uh, as we have been doing, to Silent Unity so they can be held in prayer visual for another 30 days. This concludes our announcements for today and now as we join the music team and singing Shirley to presence let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer The Daily Word for today, Sunday, March 21st, 2021, is forgive. The affirmation reads, I extend forgiveness to myself. Will you please affirm that with me? I extend forgiveness to myself. And the message reads, Throughout my life, I have forgiven those who have hurt and disappointed me. In turn, I have been grateful when others extended understanding and forgiveness to me. Even though I have learned to be forgiving with others, 
I may still find it difficult to forgive myself for mistakes I've made, disappointments I have caused, and commitments I have broken. Today I open my heart and with love and compassion I forgive myself. I remind myself that everyone makes mistakes and deserves understanding and forgiveness, even me. I remember how the prodigal son's father received him with joy when he came home. This is my this joy is mine when I let go of self-condemnation and finally come home to myself. The scripture for today comes from Luke is chapter 15 verse 20. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Will you please join me in prayer? So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And just allow your consciousness, your focus, to flow down into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. And as we go into this quiet space within, we acknowledge that there is only one power and one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, and that is God the Good Omnipotent. And God, we acknowledge your presence within this worship service, within the universe, and within each and every one of us, knowing that we are one with you, which means that we are absolute good, just as you are absolute good. So we acknowledge right now that you are allowing our human expression to decrease as we open up into a deeper level of spiritual understanding, that we may hear your message on a deeper level, receive the spiritual meaning of your message, allow the Christ in us to open us up to become the awareness of your message and to begin to live it in our lives. We thank you, God, for your divine gift of love that loves no matter what and for blessing every aspect of this worship service. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now will you affirm the growth affirmation with me, please? We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song entitled You Lead, and it'll be led by Laurel. And then I will be back with our message for today.
really like that song. Thank you, Laurel, for leading that song. Thank you, Nicholas and Michael and Carl and Lauren for performing it with her. That was amazing and uplifting as usual. I really appreciated it. Thank you so much. Ah, so there was this guy who it was a single guy and he decided that if he he wanted to get a pet so that his life would have more joy and fun in it. So he went to the pet store and after a little bit of time, the owner helped him to pick out a, a unique pet for himself, which was a centipede, a talking centipede at that. And so he w was on his way home with the talking centipede, had him in a nice, his nice little box to take home with him. We got, when he got home, he found a perfect spot for the centipede and he's sitting there just as happy as can be. And it dawned on him, oh, I can take him to church. That could be our first outing together. So he, he speaks to the centipede and asks him, would you like to go to church with me? We're going to have a lot of fun. And after a couple minutes, he doesn't hear anything. And so he asks again, hey, wouldn't you like to go to church with me and learn about God? 
And so he waits for a couple minutes more, doesn't hear anything from his new best friend, his new pet. So he decides to ask the centipede one more time. So at this time he brings his face real down real close to the box and yells in the box, hey in there, would you like to go to church with me today? And he hears this small voice come out that says, I heard you the first time. I'm putting on my shoes. <laughs> Take a long time to put, <laughs> to put on his shoes. Oh my gosh, no wonder why he had a box. <laughs> he needed some place to keep his shoes. <laughs> oh man, that was funny to me. <laughs> so anyway. This week I mean, is uh, the, the third week in the month of March. And March represents wisdom and unity. So we're going to go into a deeper understanding of spiritual wisdom. And spiritual wisdom is the f faculty in our consciousness where we have spiritual, where is our spiritual intuition, our ability to discern, our spiritual knowing and our spiritual perception. And so in the body, the location where the, the location in the body that represents the spiritual intuition is in the gut, right in the back of the gut. And that is where the enteric nervous system is, is the feeling nature of our body. And the disciple that represents wisdom is James, son of Zebedee. He is the brother of John and John represents love. So the heart and the gut work together to move us forward intuitively. And that's what wisdom is. Wisdom is intuitively knowing, but it's more than intuitively knowing. It's living in the knowing. It's living the truth that you know. Last week, we began a series entitled The Wisdom to Know the Difference. And we were talking about the wisdom to know the difference between the following the thoughts that are leading you into God's plan for your life and the thoughts that are leading you away from God's plan for your life. So the title was the uh, wisdom to know the difference, becoming aware of your thoughts. And I want to continue this series for today and next week. So today we're going to go deeper into the wisdom to know the difference. Now, last week I started off by using two stories, two Bible stories. One of them was Jesus and the Samaritan woman. And the other one was Eve and the serpent. And we took those two stories and we compared them to each other. We correlated those stories to show how one expression is a thought that comes up that's leading you to God. And another one is an expression of a thought that's leading you away from God. And the, the ch challenge from, for last week was to pay attention to your thinking, which is becoming aware of your thoughts, because that's the first part of spiritual wisdom. Developing spiritual wisdom is becoming in tune and aware of what you're thinking. And so we were going to become aware and in tune with the thoughts that caught our attention. So in the story of the Samaritan, what Jesus and the Samaritan woman, which is in the gospel, according to John chapter four, we read how Jesus went through some, was going through Samaria on his way to Galilee. It said he had to go through to go through Samaria to on his way to Galilee. He met a woman at the well in some Sychar, which is a, a village in Samaria. 
We came to the consciousness that Samaria represents a state of consciousness that is mixed with truth and error. And that Sakaar represents a confused state of consciousness. The woman that met the, the Samaritan woman represents duality thinking, thinking that is mixed with truth, with spiritual, spiritual thoughts and human based error thinking. And that's what and that's what the Samaritan woman represents. The well, the J Jacob's well, where the Samaritan woman met Jesus represents Limited conscious intellectual consciousness is is our limited intellect that is rooted in the human realm. And the beautiful thing is Jesus in this scripture in verse six, it says that G Jacob's well was there. G and Jesus tired from the long walk sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Now, the beautiful thing about what Jesus represents, Jesus represents two things. When Jesus is sitting there tired. Jesus represents the human perspective of us because we are all fully human and fully spiritual. And so was Jesus. So I love that it shares how Jesus was fully in that moment. We get to see how Jesus in his human expression gets tired, just like we do. But when the woman, the Samaritan woman comes and Jesus asks for a drink that shocks her and catches her attention because Samaritans, Jews were not in any way, shape or form communicating with or interacting with Samaritans because Jews considered themselves the pure, the pure people of God. The, and they considered the Samaritans, the pretenders. They didn't, they, because Samaritans were a mixture of Hebrew people and Assyrian people who started to become an interracial race. Jews hated them. Samaritans believed that they were descendants of Abraham, just like Jews were Jewish. The Jewish people were in Jesus's village where he grew up and in the people who he lived with. But they also followed the teachings and the cultures and the religious, the religious beliefs of the Assyrians. So they were kind of mixed. They were considered a mixed bag, which is why Samaria represents a mixed form of consciousness. And so for Jesus to say, to ask the Samaritan woman to give him a drink shocked her and it caught her attention. And when we go into the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter three, where Eve meets the serpent and the serpent asked the question about, did you, is it true that God said that we, you cannot eat of the fruit in the tree in, in the garden of Eden rather? And she says, no, it's not true. She says we can eat of the fruit. We just can't of the trees, but we just cannot eat of the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden. If we, God said it not to eat of it or touch it, or we would surely die. Now it is from this point that I want to go on, but I want to say something first about Jesus, where it says in verse four that he had to go to some through Samaria. This is significant because what it represents is the Christ in us meeting us where we are in order to move us forward into a deeper level of spiritual maturity, spiritual awareness, spiritual consciousness. And so Jesus didn't have to go through Samaria. He he decided to go through Samaria because he had an appointed appointed a meeting. He had an appointment that he had to make. It was a sacred contract that he had to honor. And that was with the Samaritan woman. 
And that represents, and he sought a sat there waiting for her to come, which represents the Christ in us that seeks us out, seeks us out to move us into a deeper level of a spiritual awareness. We are here to be expressions of the image and likeness of God in this world. And the Christ in us will guide us into that expression, which is God's plan for our life. So isn't it amazing that Jesus sought out that Samaritan woman to be the first expression, the first loving expression of an interaction of the Christ with the human of the pure Jewish consciousness with those who are mixed consciousness, the, 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 accepting and bringing in meeting the her where she was to bring her into the awareness and of Christ consciousness and out of the awareness of duality. That's so amazing. And that's what God has for us. God is waiting for us. That's why Jesus came to lead us into a deeper expression of the awareness of God. So let's keep going. When G when the Samaritan woman says to Jesus, uh, you are a Jew and I am Samar a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? We're going to go to verse 10. Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. But sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said. And this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? Jesus replied, this is verse 13. Anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Verse 15. Please, sir, the woman said, give me this water. Then I will never be thirsty again, and I won't have to come here to get water. Verse 16, go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman said, replied. Now, in that verse, I'll, I'll stop right there in that verse 17. There's a couple things in here that are important. Number one, when the Samaritan woman questions Jesus about asking her for a drink, that's those moments where the intellectual way, the human intellect is always trying to question and what are you, what's going on here? Well, I don't, I'm not understanding this. Now it caught her attention when Jesus said, give me a drink. And she questioned it because she knew the, the Jews don't talk to Samaritans. So number one, that was, there was something going on there. That represents those moments when we question when we're being guided to do something and we have no idea how we're supposed to do it. And we begin to question and doubt. And then when Jesus says, if you only knew, there's two things in here that are important. If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, God has a gift for you, which is a beautiful relationship, a beautiful intimacy. So the, the, in this series in this week, we're going to move into the wisdom to know the difference, becoming intimate with God. God have, is waiting to have a deeper relationship with you. If you only knew opens you up into a spiritual understanding because it's the spiritual knowing that Jesus is talking about here. 
And the spiritual knowing that Jesus is talking about here represents truth. Being able to know the truth. When you know and you awaken into the consciousness of what truth is, you will ask for more. You will ask. So that's what this is. That gift of living water is the inspiration that you get when you get the aha of who you are, who God is, and what spiritual law is. When you begin to get the glimpse of the spiritual awareness of truth and you begin to realize how you can live it. Because spiritual understanding is not just a knowing. Spiritual understanding is moving into the truth of the situation, telling the truth in the situation and moving into the truth of the situation. When he said, go get your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. She told the truth. You can only clear yourself and open yourself up to to move into a deeper level of spiritual wisdom. When you release anything that is not true in your consciousness, when you acknowledge it, when you tell the truth and when you release it, that is when you move into a deeper level of spiritual wisdom. So that's important to know the moving into a deeper wisdom, a, a deeper understanding and awareness of spiritual wisdom, which opens you up to becoming intimate with God means you have to tell the truth about the situation. You have to learn the truth about the situation and you have to accept the truth in our, in your situation. And when you do it enough times, it becomes so intuitively natural that that become, you move out of the Samaritan woman into Eve consciousness, the Samaritan woman that is mixed up in duality thinking into the the soul that is caught up in duality thinking you move from that, which is the Samaritan woman into Eve before she ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because she was purely in tune with God at that point. She had that spiritual wisdom with God at that point until she started focusing on her intellect, her human intellect. And that is when in the Bible, she goes to start contemplating the fruit She contemplated it to see that the tree was beautiful and that the fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. She followed and trusted that lie. And when you get caught up in all of the aspects of the situation, say for instance, you're watching a basketball game and someone fumbles who's on the team that you want to win. And you're like, what are you doing? The moment you get into the, sm- the thought of being upset, that serpent has asked you the question, did God really say you must not eat the fruit? And the moment you um, feel that emotion and get charged up by that emotion, you're starting to contemplate the situation. And then when you move into anger and you act on it, yelling and screaming at the TV, <laughs> which I've seen often, that is when you have eaten of the tree of good and evil. In any other situation that guides you where you are acting out somehow in a way that is unloving, someone you go off, you, you go, you um, put in for a promotion, someone else gets the promotion. You get upset at that person because they got the promotion instead of you. Right there, you moved into the contemplating the knowledge of the tree of the fruit and evil. When your thought starts to think about how it was wrong that that person got it. And then you started to feel it. Any other situations that you may be in that lead you, the thought comes up, it triggers an emotion. 
when it triggers that emotion, you act on it. You're being guided and, and it leads you into an, unlove, an unloving or unproductive behavior. You're guided by a thought away from the plan that God has for your life. God's plan for our life is for good, for a future, and for hope. It is literally to open up the door for us to be the human expression of earth in this earth, the human, human expression of heaven on earth, to be heaven on earth, to be the image and likeness of God in expression on this earth. And whatever career we choose that opens us up fully, the beautiful part about following the plan that God has for our life is that it opens us up to a, a higher quality of life. It opens us up to being so fully self-fulfilled, fully self-expressed, satisfied, joyful, prosperous. We're moving in the space of spiritual law. And you see that as you are guided intuitively into this knowing, you're always led into the right and perfect way the right and perfect solution, the right and perfect outcome, and according to the right and perfect timing. That's amazing. So as we look at the Samaritan woman, she's asking about this water. She asked him, please, sir, give me the water. So she started knowing about it, and then she asked for it. In the moment that we get into a consciousness of knowing God more, and then we decide to be intimate with God, when we decide to be intimate with God, that is when we are moving more deeply into a, a, a higher maturity of spiritual wisdom. And the moment we do that, we open up the door for inspiration. We're tapped into eternal life. Eternal life is the Christ in you. And so when we go down further and Jesus and, and she, Jesus tells her, go get your husband. Now, this is amazing because in the story with Eve and the serpent, she was guided to do that which was sinful. And she gave of her husband to eat as well. So they both moved into that sin together. Where this woman in Samaria is being guided into the consciousness of Christ. Jesus tells her, go get your husband as well. So that the masculine and feminine side of you are walking in one towards God. That's what that means. The masculine and feminine side of you are balancing each other and moving together in the consciousness of expressing that which what God has for you. And we're going to go further next week in the rest of this. So what our assignment is for this week is to look at our life, be open and honest and transparent in our life and mindful of the things that are going on. Move into a deeper level of truth which means be in a space where you tell the truth. When Eve was looking at this fruit and she was contemplating how it looked and she was contemplating how it would taste and she was contemplating the wisdom that she would get that would be just like God. In those moments that she was doing that, she was moving out of truth into false thinking. She was already one with the way that God thought. She was already one with the experience of God's wisdom. She just let herself be caught up in all of the aspects of the physical world that took her off kilter and put her into duality thinking. And the moment she acted on it by eating of it is the moment that we act on something and act in an unloving way towards a certain situation. We are being called to move from Eve who ate of the fruit and became the Samaritan woman, which is duality thinking 
back. We are being called back into the, the, the awareness of that consciousness Eve was in before she became aware of that fruit and started contemplating it and took that bite. It is okay to contemplate. We are all tempted. The moment we act on it is when we sin. And when we sin, Christ is right there meeting us at the well to guide us back into the consciousness of truth. And so this week, let us become aware of what's going on in our thoughts. Let us be honest and truthful to God and confess what is going on in our minds that is out of alignment with God. I, you're, I have no husband. I don't have a husband is what the Samaritan woman said. So in our duality thinking, in those moments, confess the truth of what's going on. I'm feeling angry about this situation. I'm feeling upset about this. I'm desiring whether you have fasted. I'm desiring to have a piece of candy. I'm desiring. Tell the truth about your situation. It's a confession. And then, it, then seek the truth in the situation. Ask God to show you the truth on how you can shift that thought into something more pure. And then accept the truth in the situation. And so I, I urge us to do that this week. I urge us to do that. Be mindful of what's going on in your life and continue to just live honestly and transparently with God, being intimate with God, with your thoughts, confessing to God in those moments that you feel yourself feeling uncomfortable in whatever way. Confess those thoughts to God. Seek the truth. Ask God to show you the truth in the situation, which I've been telling you these things, but we're just finding another way of expressing it. And then accept the truth in the situation. And then next week, we're going to go further with this. We're going to go further with this story and we're going to go further with the truth. But allow yourself to move more deeply into seeking the truth. And that becomes a truth that you know intuitively and that you just have this spiritual knowing about. And what happens is you'll find yourself being guided back into the thoughts that will lead you in God's plan for your life, which is of good, of a future, and of a hope, which brings forth joy, which brings forth divine health and wholeness, which brings forth prosperity and love, 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 love beyond what you could have ever thought and also opens you up for a divinely perfect life. So thank you, God, for opening us up to seek the truth, to speak the truth, to accept the truth. And to know that you have open arms and you meet us right where we are, that what you already relate, having a relationship with us, we're moving into a deeper intimacy with you. Thank you, God. Amen. And so now as we move into giving righteously, allow yourself to open your mind up to receive the donation God has for you to give to Unity of Farmington Hills and be in a space where you open yourself up to let God stretch you because we're all moving past our comfort zone into a greater expression of the Christ that we are, that we may test God, put God to the test and open up the blessings, the, the bl infinite blessings of God. And so now let us affirm our love offering blessing together, divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And now, for those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com, click on the donate button, and it'll open up to the donate page where you can give through credit card, through PayPal, or through a debit card. 
And if you haven't already, go ahead and link your Smile.Amazon account up to Unity of Farmington Hills. And then when you make your purchases, proceeds will be given to Unity of Farmington Hills as a donation. If you're sending in a check, please send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And whichever way you decide to give of your treasure, I thank you, thank you, and I thank you some more. And I also thank you for the beautiful ways that you give of your time and your talents to Unity of Farmington Hills. So we're going to have our next special song entitled Trusting You. It'll be led by Laurel. And then I will be back with our closing prayer segment. I'll see you in a little bit.
Wow, wow, wow. I love that song, Trust in You. Oh, Laurel, that was amazing. All of you, that was amazing. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you, Laurel, Michael, Carl, and Lauren for that song, for the muse, the message in that song. And Lauren, thank you for the video. It all came together so perfectly. And ooh, I feel so uplifted. I appreciated that. Thank you so much. So now let us go ahead into our virtual prayer circle. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And go ahead and allow your focus to float down into the center of your chest, your heart center. As you bring forth the name of those people who you're praying with or that person you're praying with, even if that person is you. And now you may call out that person's name into the virtual prayer circle, knowing that we are all connected as one. Even though we're not in the same place, we are in the same consciousness of God. And God, as you receive my names, and as you receive the names that are being called in this circle, I thank you for manifesting their highest and greatest good right now. We trust you, God. We speak forth knowing the names, knowing that they are already blessed. Everyone who we are praying with is already blessed. The prayer, the answer is already there. And we know that it will manifest in your divine timing, in your divine way, and in your divine order. We are so grateful for that, God. For the right and perfect healing, the right and perfect solution, the right and perfect answer. Whatever way their hearts are seeking to be blessed, it's already blessed. It's already done. I thank you, God, for our music team. I thank you, God, for Faith who does the slides and promotes our services online. And I thank you for Matthew who sends out the email blast and everybody else who contributed Lauren who put the service together and everybody else who contributed to making this such an amazing service God I thank you for blessing unity of Farmington Hills everyone connected to unity of Farmington Hills and the world thank you for your love that loves no matter what I lift this prayer up in the name and nature of the indwelling Christ thank you God amen and now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Well, for those of you who will be joining me for the Sunday fellowship gathering, I'll see you in a little bit. For those of you who will not be joining us, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and have an amazing week. And remember to step more deeply in truth. Seek to tell the truth, seek to uh, learn the truth and seek to accept the truth in your life, in whatever situation you find yourself in. If you haven't already, I invite you to subscribe to our YouTube page and I invite you to like our Facebook page. So again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it, as usual, it has been a joy and a pleasure. Let us close by singing the peace song with our music team. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.